Talk a little bit about the conservatarian view of abortion. And also, will you delve a little bit into the Ariel Castro case in Ohio? Because I thought that was a fascinating example that you brought up of the inconsistency in our laws regarding abortion versus murder. Sure. The uh, abortion chapter is part of a broader social issues section in the book. And my essential point is that we lump all of these so-called social issues together when in reality they aren't, uh, they aren't similar at all. If you look at the question of gay marriage, for example, the root question there is which of civil society's institutions will the state recognize and in what form? The root question on another so-called social issue, drug, is to what extent does the state want to interpose itself in the marketplace? Does it want to stop you growing a particular substance, taking it, possessing it, selling it, and so on and so forth? The root question when it comes to abortion is at what point does human life begin and which protections should that life uh, receive? Now, unlike both gay marriage and marijuana, young people are not trending toward the so-called socially liberal position. In fact, they are more pro-life now than they were 20, 30 years ago, and they are the most pro-life generation of all, except very old people. So you have a a philosophical question here and an electoral question, and uh, in both cases, abortion sits apart. Now, to, to, to your point about technology, one of the reasons for that is, I think, that it is becoming increasingly difficult uh, for the pro-choice lobby to pretend uh, that we are not talking about your life in, in some way. It, it, it's not just 3D ultrasounds or that babies are born earlier and live or photographs of little hands uh, poking out of uh, pregnant women's uh, tummies. Um, but it is the knowledge... Uh, that uh, human beings um, are complex and that science is is simply incapable uh, of determining with any accuracy a point of viability, this this word that is thrown around. Uh, And I think that in evidence daily uh, in that pro-choicers very rarely want to talk about that position. They very rarely want to talk about abortion. They don't use the word. They say women's health or abortion care uh, or women's rights. Uh, it would be a little bit as if Second Amendment advocates such as myself were never willing to talk about guns or, or bullets or firearms and would shy away from the word. In terms of your Ariel Castro question, we do have an odd attitude toward abortion in the United States legally. Because of the Roe v. Wade decision, every state has a legal abortion regime. Now, um, the ease with which one can get an abortion uh, and the uh, time period during which it is legal to do so, practically, uh, differ by state. But every single state has a system in which it is presumed that an unborn child does not have the right to its life and can be killed. And yet, in many states, you can be tried for essentially a double murder if you kill a pregnant woman. Now, Ariel Castro would have been, in in Ohio, he killed himself, but would have been liable to be charged for murder and executed 
because he forced one of his captors to miscarry. He punched her in the stomach, I believe, until she miscarried. In other words, the law was fine to punish him, possibly to the point of death, because he had killed an unborn child. That was a murder. That's, re that's registered as a life within the law in Ohio. But elsewhere, if a mother doesn't want her child, she can kill it. I think that that's metaphysical nonsense. That's effectively saying that if you want a baby, it is a life, and if you don't, it is not. Well, what else works like that? Nothing. 